The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Hello, God's people. Welcome to 2021. I am so excited because God has some amazing things planned for you in this new year. I want to start with this uh, scripture from Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 17. It says, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, verse 19 says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the deserts. You've just come into a new year, a new year of new things. Is there remember not the former things, nor consider the things of the hold. I believe as we come into 2021, we're having an opportunity to restart, to rebat, to release, to refresh, to reinvent, and to experience new things from the Lord. So get excited because more than ever, there are going to be fresh opportunities that God will be bringing your way. God told me to tell you, he said there will be new opportunities in your field. I'm talking to you, in your field, there will be new opportunities. There will be new opportunities to reinvent yourself, to release yourself, to relaunch yourself. The ideas that God has given you, I believe you're going to have opportunities to manifest them into, you know, manifestation. You're going to see so, um, so much, so much happen in this new year. But there are a few things I want, to, I want to talk to you about as you, you know, move into this new year. Number one, you cannot afford to come into 2021 with the mindset of 2020. It's a brand new year with brand new opportunities. So, no carryover. I need somebody to say no carryover. You're not carrying over. No COVID-19 mentality is a brand new year with fresh opportunities. Secondly, you must align on purpose there's an alignment you must be in formation for you to make the most of what god has prepared for you in 2021 there are things we have to cut off just to be aligned to be aligned with god to be aligned with god's purpose to be aligned with what god has spoken to you on you know all those details you have to go back to them and build around them and in this new year you have to be deliberate about your flesh you can afford to allow your flesh to run you down. You will have to do First Corinthians chapter 9 verse 27. I bring my flesh under. You will have to bring your flesh under so that the fullness of what God has for you can be manifestation. The Bible says the flesh profits nothing, but it's the spirit that gives life. Romans chapter 8 verse 6 says to be carnally minded is dead. You don't need that. You need the life and the peace of God. So you will need to align with God on purpose. You will need to literally put your flesh on that and you know spend time in communion, spend time in prayer and spend time in fasting on purpose. And also you will have to watch your association. You can afford to be compromised. You know, there are things that God will have you do. In order to walk into the fullness. You know, he told Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. He said, leave your father's house. Leave your countrymen. 
move out of your country. And Abraham made a mistake. He went with, I mean, he took Lot along. And that compromised him. Do you know, until Lot was separated from Abraham, Abraham could not see. There's, there, there are things that God wants to show you. You know, in Genesis chapter 13, verse 14, after there was a separation, then God said, lift up your eyes. So you must have to separate to lift up your eyes and see the future that God has for you. And the last thing I want to talk to, talk to you about is anticipate dynamis. This year, the power of God is going to be working on your behalf like never before. Anticipate it. For the kingdom of God is not in war, but in power. There will be power manifested. Things you've tried to fix on time past that you've not been able to obtain results as regards them, you will obtain results in this season because there will be enough dunamis to bat your manifestation. Welcome to 2021. Let me remind you, remind you that 2021 is about your fresh opportunities. You are going to restart. You are going to release. You are going to rebat. You are going to relaunch. You are going to reinvent yourself. It's going to be a year like no other year. I'm so excited and I know amazing things will take place in your life. On behalf of the entire leadership of Kingswood Ministries International, I want to say welcome to an amazing year. And so much will happen for you. Is a year like no other year. Hallelujah! Is someone already excited about the year 2021 and what it holds for you? Come on, give God a big shout of praise! Glory to Jesus! There are seven specific prophecies that have our, our, our Father has declared over us. There are two more that were added after the recording. It's our yet to restart, it's our yet to relaunch, it's our yet to rebirth, to release, to reinvent, to refresh, and to rejoice. Hallelujah! It's my year to restart, my year to relaunch, my year to rebirth, my year to reinvent, my year to release and to be released. It's my year to refresh. And it's my year to rejoice. Receive those seven prophetic declarations for yourself as we start 2021. Wage a good warfare with those words. Claim them as your own, even from this day forward. I receive the prophetic word of God upon my life in the name of Jesus. Oh, somebody shout a loud hallelujah. hallelujah. Say with me, the word of God shall come to pass in my life. The promises of God shall come to pass in my life. The prophecies of God shall be fulfilled in my life. Shout a loud hallelujah if you believe it. One, one more prayer concerning this New Year prophecies. Please put up John 11.44 for me on the board, um, on the wall. You know, when Jesus came to Lazarus' tomb, he had died. And Jesus gave him a rebirth. 
and the resurrection, the Bible said Lazarus came out quite all right. Um, just like you and I have come into 2021. But then in verse 44, the Bible records that he who had died, he came out bound. He had been rebirthed quite all right. He had been resurrected quite all right, but he was still bound. He came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was wrapped with a cloth. He was bound and he was wrapped. So Jesus needed to declare another thing again. Lose him and let him go. Praise God. It's one thing to come into a new year, into fresh opportunities, into a rebirth, into a resurrection, and into all these wonderful things God has said. But you need to be wary of things. The Bible calls them sins and weights. That will not let you run the race that God has said before you. Hebrews chapter 12 tells us about that. Said we should lay aside the sins and weights. So we're going to pray this morning. And this is the prayer. Lord, I receive your help, your grace, and your strength to be loosed from anything and everything that will not allow me to restart, that will not allow me to relaunch, that will not allow me to rebirth, and all the other prophecies. He had been rebirthed quite all right, but if they had left him the way he was, he would never, not have experienced the fullness of that resurrection. So we need to watch out for things like pride. Yes, you have come into a new year, new opportunities. Watch out for sins like shame or weights like shame, regrets. There will be people here you are still carrying regrets of the previous years. And if you are not careful, they will be like those grave clothes. That even though you have been brought into a new year with great problems ahead of you, they are not allowing you to run the race that God has set before you. Is someone getting what we are saying this morning? Hallelujah. So say with me, Heavenly Father. Come on, declare it with all the faith you have in you, Heavenly Father. I receive your help, your grace, your strength to be loosed from anything and everything that will not allow me to restart. And all the other prophecies and promises that have been declared for me in 2021, like Lazarus, I decree over my life this morning, I am loosed from anything and everything that will not let me go. Open your mouth and begin to pray. And walk out of anything and everything you need to walk out from. Somebody you need to lay down pride right now. Walk away from bitterness, unforgiveness, shame, sorrow, depression. Walk away from any of those sins and any of those weights that will not allow you to run the race that God has said before you. I decree and I prophesy over you. You are loosed and you are let go. You are loosed and you are let go. Jesus said over Lazarus, lose him and let him go. I decree over you, based on the authority of John eleven forty four. you are loosed from whatever you need to be loosed from. The shame of the past, the failure of the past, this, the, the pain of the past, even the successes of the past, anything and everything that will not allow you to 
restart, to relaunch, to rebirth, to reinvent, to release, to refresh, and to rejoice. According to the prophetic word, I declare over you, you are loose from such things. Come on, engage in warfare and prayer with us this morning. You are loosed. Walk out from those chains. Walk out from that prison door. Walk out from that bondage. Lay aside the sin. Lay aside the weight. Run the race that God has set before you. You are loosed to walk into the fullness of what God has in store for you in 2021. You are loosed. He that the Son makes free is free indeed. You are loosed. Come on, one more minute. Receive these things in your spirit. Nothing will hold me back. Nothing will hold me down. Yesterday will not deny me of my glorious future. Oh, yatayala brasa. I am loosed from anything and everything I need to be loosed from in order to experience the fullness of God in 2021. Oh, lift your hands and give God praise for that this morning. Come on, praise him, praise him, praise him. I am loose, I am free. I can restart. <laughs> I can relaunch. I can experience rebirth. I can reinvent. Oh, I can release and I can be released. Oh, I can be refreshed and I can rejoice this year according to the prophetic word of God over my life. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we give you praise. On this first Sunday of this new year, this third day in the new year, we stand at this very moment and this very hour to say thank you. To bless you for seeing us all through 2020. That difficult and challenging year. For sparing our lives, for protecting and preserving us, and for ushering us into 2021. We give you praise, Father. We celebrate you. We know if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be where we are today. All the glory belongs to you. All the honor is yours. All the praise belongs to you. Have your way in our lives and in our midst in this service today. Whether we are on site or we are online, touch us one and all we pray. And send your word to us again this morning. The word that will quicken us and get us on our feet. To you be all the glory. To you be all the praise. And the people of God shouted a loud amen. amen. Please take your seat in God's presence. Glory, glory be to God. I want to continue with what we started on at the New Year's Eve service. If you um, joined us. And in case you missed it, I want to encourage you to go online and listen to um, what God started declaring to us so you can fully understand what we are doing this morning. We are crossing over into this new year with this theme that hope is rising. Somebody shout, hope is rising. Say concerning 2021, I am full of hope. I'm full of expectation. Great things will happen in my life this year. It will be a better year for me. 
it will be a sweeter year for me. It will be a greater year for me. It will be a richer year for me. In the name of Jesus, my path will shine brighter and brighter in this year. This is the least I will ever be. My current maximum will soon become my new minimum. I have hope. Hallelujah. One of the enemy's um, stealth weapons, if you go through a tough season and a tough time, apart from all the negative things that can happen, I mean, you go through a miscarriage or a loved one passes on or your business crashes or marriage crashes, apart from all that, one of his most deadly weapons, and really this is what is attacking, not the money he took from you or the marriage he took from you. Of course, he's attacking that as well. But one of the main things he's really attacking is your hope. You see, this is what the devil knows. If I lose one million naira, it doesn't matter if I'm expecting to make one billion naira. If my marriage crashes, it doesn't matter if I'm expecting God to give me a better marriage. If somebody dies, or even if I die like Lazarus, it doesn't matter if I'm expecting to be resurrected. The Bible tells us that Abraham was able to kill, was ready to kill Isaac because he figured that God would raise him up in a dream. Death doesn't matter if you're expecting resurrection. Failure doesn't matter if you're expecting success. In fact, successful people will tell you that, look, in the journey to getting to the top, you will fail a few times. So what the enemy really targets, one of the main is your hope. Out of that negative thing that happened, he wants to crunch and kill your hope so that you are not expecting a better tomorrow. And I want to quickly talk to that person briefly this morning. That maybe because of what happened or did not happen in 2020 or the previous years, even as we are rejoicing and we are declaring these things, your hope is not where it ought to be. Jack up your hope. God wants you to be full of hope. We started with this text, Ecclesiastes 9-7. A living dog is better than a dead lion. The key word here is living. As long as you have breath and you have life, God expects you to be hopeful. Your path is ordained to shine better and brighter. A living dog. How many people are alive in this place? Will you give God praise for bringing you again into 2021? And as you are praising God, have hope. Let me hear someone shout again, I have hope. Some of you still don't know how to shout. I said shout, I have hope. Jeremiah 17, Jeremiah was telling us, God is our hope. Oh, Lord God, verse 13, the hope of Israel. So God is my hope. And then in verse 14, sorry, in verse, the latter part of that verse 13, he called God the fountain of living waters. Hallelujah. That, that's where the life and the life of our hope comes from. God is the fountain of life. We can draw life afresh from God. Even if we went through a very difficult year, even if you went through a very rough experience, whether it's your marriage or your business or your career, you can go to God and draw life. And that life can refresh your hope. Hallelujah. And that's how God wants you to start this year. Let's look at Peter this morning. The little time I have with us, First Peter chapter 1, in his first epistle, 
the first theme that Peter addressed was this subject of hope. It talked to us about hope. First Peter chapter 1. We read from verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to the abundant mercy, his abundant mercy, has begotten us again to a living hope. Hallelujah. I have a living hope. I have a future. God has a plan for me. We're going to be talking about that all through January. God has a plan. I have hope. <laughs> I have hope. You see, that living hope is what Jeremiah was referring to when he called God the fountain of living waters. Say with me, my hope is alive. As I start 2021, I have living hope. Glory be to God. He has begotten us again or he has granted us rebirth to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Verse 4, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away, hallelujah, reserved in heaven for you. Now, you need to get an, have an understanding about this. Don't think like the old time saints. That anytime they read in scripture about something reserved for heaven, they automatically interpreted that to mean that we will only enjoy these things when we get to heaven. Somebody shout error. That's not what the Bible means when it says reserved for you in heaven. It means it is kept in a place where wrath and moth cannot corrupt. I mean, if you have money in the bank, or you have investments in the stock market, or you have property, lots of money. I mean, you have things reserved somewhere. But those things can be corrupted. The stock market can crash. Real estate value can disappear. If there's an earthquake in that place, that's the end of your real estate. Your bank MD and some of his organs can steal the money and the bank will crash. So when he's telling you that what God has for you is reserved in heaven, he's telling you that the things, the inheritance God has for you cannot be touched by natural things. It's not saying that you can't enjoy them here on earth. You can begin to enjoy them on earth. You can draw from heaven. Do you understand that? Reserved in heaven for you where no COVID-19 crisis can crash your economic value. Praise God. Verse 5, who are kept by the power of God, hallelujah, through faith for the salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Amazing. Glory be to God. Now, Peter was talking to us about living hope here. And he gave us four reasons why you should be hopeful. I want to quickly list them out for you. Am I going to pray them into our spirit again this morning? In that text, he gave you four um, eternal reasons why no matter what you go through, and particularly when you come into a new season like this, you better make sure your hope is sky high. Can someone declare with me this morning, my hope is sky high? Nothing that happened. Come on, let me hear you. Nothing that happened in 2020 or did not happen will diminish my hope. And because of these four reasons, the first thing he said here is you should be hopeful and I want you to be hopeful in 2021 because of the resurrection 
of Jesus Christ from the dead. The resurrection that God raised Jesus from the dead is the reason why you should have hope. Because if God raised Jesus from the dead, the Bible tells us God can raise you from the dead as well. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Now, I know somebody is not planning to die or expecting to die, so that may not move you. But what that really means is this. If God has the power to raise from the dead, God can raise your finances. God can raise your marriage. God can raise your family. God can raise your career. God can raise your nation. The same power. And that's what the Bible kept reassuring us. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. God both raised up the Lord Jesus and will raise us up by his power. Now, there's the aspect of when we eventually die, he will raise us up and we'll spend eternity with him in heaven. That is good and that is true. But it also means that there is nothing God cannot raise up if he can raise the dead. That's what that miracle signifies. He can raise your dead womb back to life. Go and ask Sarah. He can give you a turn around in your family after you have lost your children. Bring it back to life. Go and ask Job. It means the resurrection power of God can raise them. And that's why you should be hopeful. Oh, hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 4 and 14. Knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up. Hallelujah with jesus and will present us with you can you shout by faith in 2021 god is raising me up spiritually is raising me up financially is raising me up materially is raising me up in my family and my relationships is raising me up on my job in my business in my career is raising me up in my ministry is raising me up academically is raising me up in every area of my life is raising me up that's why i have hope it doesn't matter what is happening as long as god still has power to raise the dead i have hope hallelujah I love Romans 8, 11. It never gets old. If the spirit of God who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, does the Holy Spirit live in somebody? He who raised Christ from the dead will also do what? He will quicken your mortal body through his spirit that dwells in you. That same power will work in you. That's why I have hope. Number two, quickly, because of time. Look at the second reason he gave us in that text. Because of an incorruptible and undefiled inheritance. You have an inheritance. Reserved, not in the central bank. Central bank can crash. The currency of your economy or your country can be devalued. This one is in heaven. Now, think for a moment. I mean, if you have millions in the bank accounts, I mean, those of you that may have that, or you have assets or real estate, do you know if you are crossing the road and they say, hey, you need to pay 1,000 naira, and you don't have that 1,000 naira in your pocket, you know you will still have hope. You don't have the cash with you here, but you know you have millions stored up in a bank account somewhere. Do you know that the fact that you don't have money in your pocket will not shake you? It's telling you, no matter what happens, on the earth be hopeful because you have an inheritance that is incorruptible and undefiled look at your neighbor and tell him you are rich oh. <laughs> that person is not convinced please look for somebody that is interested in what we are saying this morning you are loaded oh. 
you have an inheritance. Again, reserved in heaven, not that when you get to heaven you can enjoy. You can start enjoying your inheritance now if you tap into this revelation and activate the power, if you believe it. Romans chapter 8 again, verse 16. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirits that we are children of God. Hallelujah. And if we are children of God, we are heirs. We are heirs of God and we are joint heirs with Christ. Oh, hallelujah. And when I'm saying that if indeed we suffer with him. Now, don't be afraid of that word suffer. It's really talking about the fact that you are just serving God and you are living with God. You are doing what God is doing on the earth. So as long as you are connected to God, whatever God needs to do, you are the one doing it. So God needs to invite someone to church. You invite the person to church. God needs to lead praise and worship. Or he wants something, but you are doing it. That, that's what he's talking about there. He's talking about serving God. And he said, if you are doing that, watch what will happen. That you will be glorified together with him. Somebody, are you expecting glory in 2020? It's because you're an heir of God. And that will give you hope. Hallelujah. See, COVID-19 cannot touch any of these things. Economic collapse cannot touch them. It can't touch my inheritance. Why? It is reserved in heaven. So come what may on the face of the earth, I am still hopeful. Glory be to God. Is somebody still with us this morning? Quickly look at the third one. Oh, this is beautiful. Third thing Peter said here is that you are kept, not by yourself, oh. Not by your own strength, not by your own might, not by your own wisdom. You are kept by the power of God. Man, that's why I have hope. It is God that is keeping me. I'm not the one keeping myself. Now, we mentioned through faith there, and that's important. Actually, all these things are activated through faith. And that's why you need to have hope. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for. In the course of this series, we'll talk about the connection of faith and hope and love as we go on. But we are kept by God's power. Glory be to God. Say with me, I'm kept by God's power. And that's why Apostle Paul prayed for the Ephesians. And we keep asking you to pray this prayer. That you may know, Ephesians 1.19, what is the exceeding greatness of God's power towards us that believe. Hallelujah. According to the working of his mighty power. Can somebody declare this morning, the power of God is working inside of me. The power of God is at work in me. According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. I, I wish we had a little more time. I would have loved to run through that Ephesians 1, 19 to 23 for you. If you read the latter part, it said that you are far above every principality, every power. Every name that is named in this world and the world to come. Everything is under your feet. Because Jesus has raised you to be with him by the power of God. Look, if it cannot, when I see power of God, I'm thinking about arm wrestling. Can you remember those movies about arm wrestling? Where, and the stronger guy will win. If you can't defeat God in arm wrestling, you can't touch me. The, any sickness, go and, go and defeat God in arm wrestling first. And you know nothing can defeat God in arm wrestling. Kept by the power of God. Listen to what Jeremiah said again. Lamentations chapter 3. Lamentations chapter 3 from verse 21. This I recall to mind. You see, many of you are not recalling this kind of things to mind. And this is a good time to recall these things. You should recall the fact that Jesus was resurrected. 
recall the fact that you are an heir of God. Remember, recall means remember, remember the fact that you are kept, it was God that kept you through 2020 and all the previous years. And that same God will keep you through 2021. So Jeremiah said, I'm remembering these things like this. That's why I have hope. I remember. Therefore, I have hope. Then he said, what, look at what he was remembering. Through the Lord's mercies. Hallelujah. We are not consumed. Because his compassion fails not. Hallelujah. It is God that is keeping us. God no go shame us. Oh, Hallelujah. God is the one keeping us, and he's keeping us by his power. Please, put 23 up for me. Take it all the way to 25. They are new every morning, every week, every month, every year, every hour, every minute, every moment. Great is your faithfulness. Oh, hallelujah. That's why we sang that song this morning. Great is your faithfulness to me from the rising sun. Till the setting same, I will praise your name. Great. This is what Jeremiah was remembering. That's why he had hope. Verse 24. The Lord is my portion. This is why I have hope. God is the one keeping my marriage. God is the one keeping my family. God is the one keeping this church and my ministry. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And then he said this, verse 25, is so beautiful. The Lord is good to those who wait for him. See, that's what we do when we are praying. And we take times out like this, the last day of the year, the first Sunday of the year, to just come and praise God and celebrate him. God, is good. God will be good to you this year. Amen. Why? You are waiting on him. To the soul who seeks him. Is somebody seeking God here this morning? I'm kept by the power of God. And this is the first eternal reason Paul gave us, I mean Peter gave us in that text. He said there's a salvation to be revealed at the latter time. Now that's loaded. That on one level means you are going to experience some dimensions of your salvation when Jesus comes back. For example, part of our salvation package is a glorified body. But we're not going to get that on this side of eternity. So there are certain aspects of our salvation, even though it is ours, it's not another salvation, it's the same salvation. It's just that it's a post-dated check. It's for a later time. But it doesn't just apply to things that we will get when Jesus returns. It also includes things that you did not get last year that you will get this year. Things you didn't get five years ago that you will get in 2021. Things that didn't happen 10 years ago that you'll get in 2021. Salvation yet to be received. This is why you should have hope. There are certain aspects. Ask Joseph. It wasn't the first day he landed in Egypt that he became prime minister. Becoming prime minister was part of his salvation. But it took 13 years. Hallelujah. Took a while. Ask David. They had ordained him and poured oil on him. He would be king. But it didn't happen the next day. It didn't happen the next month. It, but there was one year David sat on the throne. Hallelujah. Enjoying the salvation of God that he didn't enjoy last year. That would be somebody's portion in 2021. There are things that God has ordained for you that you didn't get last year. You're going to get this year. And that's why you should have hope. 
I didn't have a child last year, but I will have a child this year. I didn't get married. It didn't happen last year, but it will happen this year. Salvation yet to be, relieved, to be revealed. That's why we should be hopeful. We have not yet enjoyed the fullness of God's salvation. Hello? Look at Ephesians chapter 1. Sorry, Ephesians chapter 2. But God who is rich in mercy. Is there anybody here that can tell me that you have enjoyed all there is to God's mercy? Huh? Now, can you believe that in 2020, there are some new mercies you are going to experience? 2021, sorry. That you are going to experience that you didn't experience in 2020. Salvation yet to be relieved, revealed. And that's why you should be hopeful. This year we taste, you see, it's glory to glory. I will taste salvation that I've not tasted before. I'm hopeful. Praise God. Why? God who is rich in mercy because of his great love. Can somebody understand that you have not yet exhausted the love of God yet? I know you have tasted and you have seen the love of God in your life, but do you know there is more? Can, can somebody shout there is more? There is more for me where God's mercy is concerned. There is more for me where God's love is concerned. Hallelujah. But God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he has loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. When we talk about salvation, we're talking about enjoying God's mercy and enjoying God's love. Verse 8 goes on to say, for by grace you have been saved through faith. They keep pointing us back. Through faith. And that not of yourselves. This is the third dimension of the salvation. It is the gift of God. Is there anybody here that can tell me, Pastor, I've enjoyed all the gifts that God has for me? You know, the Bible talks about good and perfect gifts that comes down from heaven. Have you enjoyed all of them? You should have hope because this year, there are certain gifts of God you are going to enjoy that you never enjoyed before. There are certain dimensions of God's love you are going to experience you never experienced before. There are certain dimensions of God's mercy that you are going to swim in that you have never tasted before. This is why we should have hope. Glory be to God. Because of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because we have an inheritance that is incorruptible and undefiled. Because we are kept by God's power. And because there's salvation yet to be revealed in our lives. Oh, I mean, I suffered loss last year. But bless God, God is going to bring me into a dimension of profits through salvation that will wipe out every loss like he did for Job. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Rise on your feet with me this morning. We're going to pray these four revelations. I want you to catch them in your spirit. Projection, if you can list all four of them on the screen as people pray. We have just a few minutes. Open your mouth and begin to declare, I have hope in 2021. Hope is rising for me because Jesus resurrected from the dead. Open your mouth and begin to pray. I refuse to be discouraged. I refuse to be weighed down. I refuse to be oppressed. If God raised Jesus from the dead, God will raise me up also. So I'm hopeful. I'm expectant. I'm full of expectation. Something powerful is going to happen for me and to me in 2021. Why? Jesus was raised from the dead. I have hope because I have an inheritance. 
I'm an heir of God. I'm an heir of God. I'm a joint heir with Christ. And my inheritance is reserved in heaven. No economic crisis can crush it. The valuation of the naira or the dollar or the euro cannot affect it. It doesn't matter what happens on the earth. My inheritance is reserved in heaven. And I'm going to walk in that inheritance on a whole new level this year. That's why I'm hopeful. I have hope because I'm kept by the power of God. I'm not the one keeping myself. My friend or my spouse or my boss or my president or my governor is not the one keeping me. The arm of flesh can fail. But no other person but God is keeping me. And there's nobody wiser than God. Nobody more powerful than God. Nobody greater than God. Great is his faithfulness towards me. Oh, I'm kept by God. I'm kept by the power of God. I have hope. I have hope. I have hope because salvation, new dimensions of salvation will be revealed in my life this year. Oh, I didn't see certain breakthroughs last year or the previous years, but there's salvation yet to be received. There's new mercies for me to experience. There's new love, new depths of love for me to walk into. There are new gifts of God for me to taste this year. I am full of hope for the year that is ahead of me. Come on, pray, 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 pray. The resurrection of Christ is my hope. My inheritance in God is my hope. The power of God that is keeping me is my hope. Salvation. Somebody you need to put on the helmet of salvation afresh this morning. Salvation of God is my hope. The resurrection power of Jesus is my hope. The inheritance of God is my hope. The power of God is my hope. The salvation of God is my hope. I have hope. <laughs> it doesn't matter what has happened or what has not happened. I'm full of hope. And these are my reasons. They are divine reasons. They are supernatural reasons. No devil can touch them. No situation or circumstances can change them. Oh, hallelujah. Look at something else Peter said in that text. And I want to encourage you when you get home, go and read that first chapter of Peter. Particularly from verse 3 to verse 21. He was teaching about hope. It's amazing. That was the first topic he addressed in his epistle. His first epistle, hope. And there are many things he said that we don't have time to look into. One of the things he said in the latter part was how you conduct yourself. You see, how you live matters. Dr. K was talking about that in that brief message he shared with us. Talking about things like you need to put under your flesh. Because you have hope, you should conduct yourself in a certain way. Look at what he said in verse 13. 1 Peter 3.13 Therefore, because of all these things he has said, and I just mentioned four of them to us, said, guard up the loins of your mind. Don't allow your mind wander anywhere. Don't hear one negative report. Hey, so many people died of COVID and you are now afraid. No! No! Don't get one um, letter. Hey, the company I'm working for has closed and you are now afraid. No! Guard up the loins of your mind. Because of the resurrection power of God. Because of the inheritance you have in God. Because of the power of God. Because
because of the salvation of God, up the loins of your mind. Be sober. Think clearly. Don't think like a drunk man. Ask your neighbor, have you been drinking Gouda? <laughs> be sober-minded. Be clear in your thoughts. And rest your hope. Hallelujah. Rest your hope upon the grace. I love this. The grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. You should keep your eyes on Jesus. We've been talking about that for several weeks now. And the more you keep your eyes on Jesus, more things about Jesus will be revealed to you. And when you catch a new revelation of Jesus, hope will be reassured and reaffirmed in you. That's how to start a year. Hopeful. Hopeful. Then he said in verse 21, again, please, verse 3, to, you should read the entire chapter. He was teaching us how to walk in hope. And he said this, this verse 21, very powerful statement. Who through him, talking about Jesus, through Jesus we believe in God. Who raised Jesus from the dead and gave Jesus glory. I prophesy over somebody today. Like God raised Jesus and gave him glory. God will raise you up in 2021 and give you glory. Yeah. Who raised him and gave him glory? That's your faith and your hope should be in God. And that's what it boils down to. Do you have hope in God this morning for the year ahead? Or is it that you are afraid or you are terrified or you are downcast? How many people have hope in God? Raise your hand. I have a living hope. I have a future. Come on, get on the keyboard for us. God has a plan for me. Of this I'm sure. Of this I'm sure. I have a living hope. Come on, let me hear you sing it if you know it. I have a future. God has a plan for me. God has a plan for me. Of this I'm sure. Of this I'm sure. And I have a living hope. I have a living hope. I have a future. I'm drawing from the fountain of living water.
everybody has hope. Some people only have misplaced hope. You see, if you are afraid you are going to fail in 2020, the error you are making is that you have put your hope in the ability of the devil to cause you to fail. It's not that you don't have hope. Really and truly, there's nothing like hopelessness. If you are afraid that your business is not going to succeed, you have put your hope in the power of the Nigerian economy to stop you from succeeding. It's not that you don't have hope. You're only misplacing your hope. But Peter told us here, put your faith and your hope in God. <laughs> put your faith. Open your mouth and begin to pray. I put my faith and my hope in God. Come on, open your mouth and begin to pray. I put my faith and my hope in God. In 2021, my hope is in God to heal me of every sickness. To give me breakthrough in my marriage, in my family, in my career. To open the doors that I want to see opened in my life. I put my hope. I put my hope. I put my hope. Open your mouth and pray. Engage with God in faith. You are kept by God's power. Put your hope in God's power. Put your hope in God's resurrection ability. Put your hope in the salvation of God. Put on the helmet of salvation again. Put your hope in salvation. Put your hope in the inheritance of God. <laughs> that we may know the hope of his inheritance in the saints. Put your hope. Put your hope in God. Come on, pray one more minute. Put your hope in God. I tell you everything turns around for you when you put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. Put your confidence in God. Expect God to do miracles. Dr. K said you should anticipate dunamis this year. Put your hope in God. Put your hope in the power of God to turn things around for you. My hope is in God. Great is your faithfulness to me oh thank you jesus great, great is your faithfulness from the rising sun from the rising sun to the setting sun i will praise your name for great is your faithfulness Can somebody declare that with us this morning? Great is your faithfulness. This is why I have hope. You are the one keeping me. Great. 
to the ground. He's my hope and my Son, to the setting saint, we will praise your name. Oh, great is your faithfulness to me. This is why we have hope, even when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Even when we face uncertainties. See, that, that's the story. We're going to get into this next week. One of the other things we said we are looking at is the book of Ruth. That's what Ruth did. Whether she knew or she didn't know. Walking into an uncertain future. A future without husband. In those days, 
at least these days, you will get some social media influencers that will encourage you. <laughs> In Bible days, to walk into a future where you don't know where husband will come from. Naomi told her, where am I going to get husband from you? Go. Her sister-in-law turned back because it made sense. But she said, I'm committed by covenant. Not knowing that God had a plan. Hallelujah. God has a plan. And is faithful. Ah, my brother, my sister, you can be hopeful. Because God is faithful. Say with me, I can be hopeful. God is faithful. Say it again, I can be hopeful. Concerning my finances, concerning my health, concerning my marriage, concerning my family, concerning every aspect of my life, I can be hopeful because my God is faithful. We are kept by God's power. From the rising sun till the setting sun, we will praise your name. For great is your faithfulness to me. Somebody give the Lord a loud shout. Give him a scream. you praise oh God God no go shame us in 2021 great is his faithfulness to us hallelujah please take your seat in God's presence we need to quickly wrap up the preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere Nigeria we are located at King's Word Auditorium Etel Avenue behind NNPC filling station First Bank Bus Stop off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email KMI Africa at Kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00 640.